Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My uncle, who I met once, passed away. And his son, who I never met, who lives in my home country of Yemen, wanted to let me know that his father died, but did it in the weirdest way possible. He sent me a picture on Facebook of the body. (laughs) And then he wrote in Arabic, he's gone. (laughs) And I was like, yo, I'm an Arab American. You don't think the FBI has a file on me? This... (laughs) looks like a confirmed kill. This looks like I put a hit on for ISIS and you're like, mission complete! We did it, baby! He's gone! I blocked him on Facebook. That's how I resolved that. Anybody here mentally ill? You guys mentally ill? Mentally ill, I have, uh, have anxiety, uh, and no one respects it. <laughs> like, I get bad advice all the time. I told my uncle I was going through panic attacks, and his advice was, stop acting like a white boy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I stopped drinking kombucha. I'm still anxious. <laughs> my other friend said, Ali, all you gotta do for anxiety is just get a therapy dog. And I like dogs, but I don't like the term therapy dog. <laughs> because it's disrespectful to actual therapists. They, they went to school. They worked so hard to earn their professional title and we just give it to a chihuahua? Why? I never had to wake up at 5 a.m. to let my therapist shit outside. Worst advice I ever gotten for my anxiety, uh, I used to work at T-Mobile and I was having a panic attack. I think that was not a coincidence. And... My boss goes, Ali, follow me to the office. I have the perfect cure. She was very confident. I followed her. She opened her purse, 
Pull out a bottle of essential oils. <laughs> Concentrated mystery oil. And she gave it to me and she goes, all you gotta do is take two drops, rub it under your neck and swallow three. And I was so desperate, I tried it. I took two, rubbed, swallowed three, incredible. Within 10 minutes, I went from having a panic attack to still having a panic attack, <laughs> a migraine, an allergic reaction, <laughs> diarrhea, all while smelling like a medieval hooker. I was like, thank you. This is the perfect cure, because it turns out when you're shit in blood, you don't think about your anxiety anymore. <laughs> right on. Like, even doctors don't, like, take anxiety seriously. The day that I was uh, diagnosed with a panic attack disorder, my doctor said, here's a list of medication you can take, but there is another way. And I thought, please don't say essential oils, I will fight you. <laughs> and she goes, the other way is God. Oh. Yeah. Like, I want to see that commercial. <laughs> I want to see a commercial with like a, a mom, a rabbi, and a priest running in slow motion <laughs> in like a flower field. And then a voiceover comes in and says, do you have crippling anxiety? <laughs> Ask your doctor about God. <laughs> Side effects include homophobia, <laughs> holy wars, and Christian rock, which is arguably the worst. <laughs> I'm doing good now, I'm doing amazing. Uh, I've been going to therapy just to see how white people heal. <laughs> Slow. <laughs> Therapy's great. It's been amazing for my anxiety. A lot of men are hesitant to go to therapy, so I've been pitching it to my guy friends in like video game terms. I'm like, therapy is like a video game. You're player one, and your objective is to defeat your childhood. And the final boss is your dad, for sure. Your finishing move is the hug that he never got from his father. And then you hear, finish him, and you whisper, I'm proud of you, and then he dissolves. <laughs> if you don't like that joke, you need to forgive your father. <laughs> I don't get as anxious anymore. The only time I get anxious now is when I'm flying, which I think is normal, because like, no matter how comfortable the seat, I'm always like in the back of my head, I'm like, ah, this might be the one, you know? <laughs> And I found the cure for anxiety on, on a plane. I had a wonderful flight. Uh, I saw a grown man tell a baby to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it made my day. Because it was not his baby. The baby was all the way in first class. He broke the, like, the class barrier with a single, shut the fuck up! And everybody looked at him like he was a hero. One man clapped slowly. That was me. I fly often for stand-up now and I'm noticing a lot of people hate babies on flights because they're loud, they cry. I empathize with that, but I personally love babies on a plane because I believe in God. You guys remember God? He was big in the 80s. I believe in God. And I'm scared of crashing, so like logically, I feel like God is less likely to crash a plane that has innocent babies on it. So the more babies, the safer I feel. Like what scares me on a flight is like sleazy looking businessmen. No offense, sir. 
are you, are you the mayor? Uh, <laughs> if I hop on a flight and it looks like Wall Street, I'm off the flight. The pilot better be a baby. <laughs> True story, um, when I was 19, um, I was held at gunpoint at a McDonald's. I went to McDonald's at two o'clock in the morning at the drive-thru, because that's what I like to do when I'm drinking and driving. <laughs> Some of these are jokes. And I got my food from the drive-thru, but I could not exit, because the man who was asked to pull up and wait for his food blocked the drive-thru with his car, rolled his window down and said, no one is leaving until I get my food first. And me and him got into an argument. We both got out the car and out of nowhere, he just pulled a gun and pointed it right to my face. And usually that would scare me to death. But at that point, I was possessed by the fearless spirit of Jack Daniels. And I said, go ahead and shoot. I'm not scared, I'm from Yemen, bitch. And that's, don't clap. That's the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life. All of it. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh no. I didn't come all the way from Yemen to die at a McDonald's drive-thru. That's not the American dream. But it saved my life, because he heard Yemen. He goes, you're from Yemen? I am from Palestine, Habibi, my brother. And he just gave me a hug. He gave me a hug with the gun still to my back. And then he apologized because I'm so sorry, man. I'm drunk. And I was like, me too. And then he goes, let me make it up to you. I live seven minutes away. Follow me home. I got some beer. We're going to have a great time. And I was like, yeah, that sounds really safe. <laughs> 10 minutes later, I'm on his couch. And he excuses himself. He goes to the bathroom. And I started hearing him puking. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, this would be so funny if I stole his bag of McDonald's. <laughs> and that's what I did, I stole it. And I left him a note that said, I'm actually from Israel, bitch. <laughs> Which technically is not stealing because God promised me that bag 3,000 years ago. If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today. <laughs>